and welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast where we are not medical professionals, experts at laws, or at all a good source for actual legal or medical advice. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. No, really, this is just for fun. should have covered our butts legally yeah maybe i don't know do police listen to podcasts well like yeah but i don't think they listen to them looking for crimes if you're a cop we have you have to tell us otherwise it's entrapment it's true (laughs) um so now that we have our disclaimer out of the way um we are here to present to you a very very special episode the basic history of cannabis And I say basic because about 30 minutes ago, I, Emily, your presenter, ate a 50 milligram gummy, weed gummy, and I'm going to try to um, do the episode like that. And I bought it legally because I live in Oregon where it's legal and Sarah won't be joining me on this trip. I will not. Because it's not legal. Also, no, not legal at all. Also, probably not legal in your state, so... Um, At the end of this episode, I will give a list of states where it is legal. Oh, great. If that helps. But again, we cannot be trusted for legal advice. Yes. No, we cannot. Um, And if it's illegal in your state, you can blame a lot of people. Primarily racism. Old white men in general. Actually, yes, we're going to get into the old white man that uh, ruined everything. And surprisingly, it wasn't Nixon. He still ruined a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. Okay, so let's begin, I guess. Let's. At the, be- at the beginning. Teach me about weed, Emily. Uh, so there are three main varieties of the cannabis plant, um, which it's a plant. I guess we all kind of knew that. But just in case you didn't, <laughs> cannabis is a plant with big leaves. You've seen Pineapple Express, you know. <laughs> I almost don't want to talk for this entire episode. I just want to let you go. Uh, so there's three, like, most used versions of the cannabis plant. Cannabis sativa has the psychoactive properties, and along with its sister plant, uh, the more medicinally used cannabis indica. Um, those are the ones that people generally smoke and ingest. Cool. But there's also cannabis sativa L, uh, the L comes from the name of botanist Carl Linnaeus, who came up with classification systems. For the so. weed. Wow, you really are just going to let me, like... <laughs> well, you haven't said anything funny yet. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, so the subspecies Cannabis Sativa L is used... It's it's hemp, so it's used for... Ropes. Manufacturing products, oil, cloth, fuel. It's non-psychoactive, so it doesn't do anything to your brain. So it's the lame weed. It's the lame weed that people use for rope and shitty necklaces. (laughs) And I think it's the kind that they use for, like, hemp milk, which is a thing. Whoa, what? Yeah. Why? Well, because we'll make milk out of anything, Sarah. I was going to say, is it the same principle as, like, almond milk or soy milk or... Oat milk? Whatever milk. Non-dairy milk? Pea pea milk. (laughs) Uh, made from peas, not urine. Urine, but also uh, Ryan, who you guys might remember, um, she taught me a fun trick for when you're leaving the house without taking a purse. It's pea milk, phone, money, ID, lipstick, keys. Yeah, all those are things. Pea milk. Pea milk. Thank you, Ryan. She's still giving out, us wisdom. I said it out loud in Travis's presence. A couple days ago, and he was like, "You what? <laughs> Pea milk." Okay, so that's the plant, like the actual plant. But now we're gonna talk about how and when people started using it, because I have to assume there are a lot of plants out there that we just haven't thought to smoke. See, now I just assume that we just tried smoking a whole bunch of them we, until we found the ones everything. that were good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a risky trial and error process. Yeah. Well, humans are pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean. If you think about the fact that we have mushrooms that we know you can eat and it won't kill you, but it will make you, like, see lots of shapes in the movie Speed Racer. Is this a personal story? Look, man. Speed Racer, good. Mad Max, Fury Road, not good. For that purpose. Here we go. 
Cannabis plants are believed to have evolved in Central Asia, specifically in the regions that are now Mongolia and Southern Siberia. The fun parts. There's a fun part of Siberia? Yeah, where Rasputin's from. Oh. Yeah. They got big wee-wees and (laughs) weed. (laughs) Oh, we almost made it a whole episode without talking about Rasputin's dick. (laughs) I feel like we haven't talked about it enough. (laughs) The history of cannabis use goes back as far as 12,000 years, um, which places the plant among humanity's oldest cultivated crops. Yeah, that checks out. Can't grow it in Stardew Valley, though. Well, what's the point of the game, then? I know, you can make hops. That's fine. Hops are okay, I guess. I make a lot of beer on my farm. (laughs) As the Lord intended. (laughs) Beers and wines. (laughs) Uh, So, like I said... Uh, usage originated in Asia and has since found its way to many regions of the world, eventually spreading to the Americas, um, including the United States. Uh, Here's a quote from Barney Worf, professor of geography at the University of Kansas and the author of a study called High Points, a geographical history of cannabis. Definitely a huge pothead. Barney was a big help. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Barney. So he said, for the most part, it was widely used for medicine and spiritual purposes during uh, pre-modern times. For example, the Vikings and medieval Germans used cannabis for relieving pain during childbirth and for toothaches. I also read somewhere that it was used to treat malaria, which, no. I mean, I guess it could technically keep the, uh, um. I guess you wouldn't be as dehydrated, because malaria is one of the shitting diseases, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I guess the smoke might keep mosquitoes away if you're actively smoking it. Yeah. um, Well, actually, smoking didn't really come into play early on. Oh, interesting. Tell me about that, Emily. Oh, I will. Uh, The idea that is... This is a continuing quote from Barney. The idea that is an evil drug is a very recent construction, and the fact that it is illegal is a, quote, historical anomaly. Marijuana has been legal in many regions of the world for most of its history. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, Ancient peoples likely discovered the uh, psychoactive effects of cannabis by accident after casting the herb onto their campfires. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm just picturing how that went down. (laughs) (laughs) From there, the natural progression was to burn it in incense form. Uh, The first documented indication of early cannabis use dates, like, uh, physical proof. Dates back 5,000 years to an ancient burial site in Romania where a, quote, smoking cup, Googled it, can't find what that looks like, a smoking cup was found. Oh, yeah. A smoking cup containing burnt hemp seeds was discovered in this burial site. So they would use it basically as an incense, not smoke it directly into their faces. Gotcha. I I would imagine it's just kind of like a little cup that you put the weed into and then... Light it on yeah, fire. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. It's basically like just that. the bowl of a yeah. of a pipe. Um, both <laughs> uh, burned cannabis seeds have also been found in Kurgan burial mounds in Siberia, dating back to three thousand BC. And some of the tombs of noble people buried in uh, regions of China and Siberia around twenty five hundred BC have included large quantities of mummified cannabis, mummy weed. Mommy weed. That's probably a strain. Oh, 3,000%. Uh, Both sativa and sativa L were widely used in ancient China. Uh, the first record of the drug's medicinal use dates back to 4,000 BC. Uh, the herb was used, for instance, as an anesthetic during surgery, and some stories say it was even used by the Chinese emperor Shenong in 2737 BC. Um, Shenong was an ancient emperor of China... Of Chenada. Shenong was an ancient emperor of China who supposedly introduced agriculture and herbal medicine to the country. Or the, yeah, it's a country. Cool. Um, but timelines on his reign have been questionable and we're not actually sure if he existed. But the fact that it was in stories about him from around that time period still means that they knew about it and what to use it for. Right. So even if he wasn't a real person and they were just making up stories, the people who wrote the stories yes. knew it and were aware of its use. Yes. Uh, from China, coastal farmers brought pot to Korea about in about 2000 BC or earlier, 
question mark. Uh, the drug became widely used in India where it was celebrated as, quote, one of five kingdoms of herbs which release us from anxiety, unquote. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> in one of the ancient Sanskrit, one of the ancients, in an ancient Sanskrit poem whose name translates to science of charm. I fucked that up so hard. So that quote about the five kingdoms of herbs. Yeah. That was from a Sanskrit poem whose name translates to Science of Charms. Cool. How you feeling? You know, <laughs> I'm feeling good. <laughs> I hope so. Munchies haven't kicked in, which is good, because I can't just be continually buying pints of Ben and Jerry's from GoPuff. <laughs> Did you at least choose your snacks strategically so you're not going to crunch right into the microphone? Mm, I mean, I had a quesadilla before we started, and I'm hoping I can control myself long enough. <laughs> I hope this episode isn't super short. <laughs> well, good news. It's been three hours. Oh, Nahum. <laughs> if we need to fill some time at the end, we can just list our favorite stoners or movies about stoners. That, that'll definitely fill some time. I think I know, like, three. Uh, if we can just pull up a list of Seth Rogen movies, I think we'll be good. <laughs> they are all we movies. Cannabis came to the Middle East between 2000 BC and 14,000 BC. Um, so there's been some overlap in when it was brought to where it just kind of spread. Yeah, as things tend to do. And it was probably used there in the Middle East by the Scythians. I'm going to assume what? that's how that's pronounced. Uh, Scythians? Sure. That sounds like a thing. S-C-Y-T-H-I-A-N-S? Yes. Uh, anyway, they are a nomadic Indo-European group of people. Kind of like... Uh, yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. It was kind of like... <laughs> uh, they also likely carried the drug into southeast Russia and the Ukraine as they occupied both territories. Uh, Germanic tribes brought the drug into Germany... Weird. <laughs> Who would have thought? I know. Um, and it went from there to Britain during the 5th century, since the Anglo-Saxons just kind of fucked your, uh, Britain right up the butt during that time period. I'm basing this off of multiple viewings of the movie King Arthur, I assume. Uh, the good one with Clive Owen and Keira Knightley? Yes, not the okay one with Charlie Hunnam. There was one with Charlie Hunnam? Yeah, it was a Guy Ritchie movie. Oh, um, oh, oh, God. Yeah, this is like last year. I thought it was fun. It wasn't like historically accurate. No, but honestly, like, I don't really care. No one has ever asked Guy Ritchie to be more historically <laughs> right? accurate. It doesn't fucking it's matter. That's the point. We have plenty of historically accurate King Arthur movies. Yes, like King Arthur with Clive Owen. <laughs> yeah, because that was real historical. <laughs> it was more historical than like... The Mists of Avalon, which is the only one that's coming <laughs> to mind. I mean, it was one of those movies that started with the, like, title and then the explanation about the history behind it, which means it's real, right? Yeah, because Star Wars also has that. Yeah, and it's real, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just happened in a galaxy far, far away, so <laughs> of course we're not going to teach it in schools. <laughs> oh, where were we? <laughs> Uh, this is going to be a great episode for all the people who complain that we laugh too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was something about Anglo-Saxons in Britain. Oh, yeah. Um, I had three pages of notes and like I'm halfway through and I'm panicking because I don't want this to be a short episode. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, the I guess last, if, it is, if it... the last half is us ranting about old white men, I think we'll be okay. This is true. Ah, uh, yeah, Anglo-Saxon invasions. <laughs> also, if it takes you this long to find your place every time we get sidetracked. After this trip through the pre-modern and modern world, cannabis finally came to the United States at the beginning of the 20th century. Really? Yeah. It seems later than I would expect. Well, I mean, it had a long trip to get here. It went to Africa, South America in the 19th century, and then it eventually reached North America. But yeah, that's still like 1800s only. Yeah. No, wait, no, 20... 19th century? 20th century. I've already forgotten what you said. 19th century. Okay, yeah. Nine, nine, no, 20th century, so the 1900s. Right. Yeah, that seems late. It does. It was in Mexico before that then, uh. but um, yeah, it arrived uh, in the Southwest 
in the United States from Mexico with immigrants who were fleeing the country during the Mexican Revolution, so 1910-1911. Mm. Um, yeah, because that part of the, the U.S. wasn't really settled. Not, well, sort of, but not, like, Texas I mean, Texas was, was still Mexico. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I'm not even going to try to make stuff up. I don't know my history that well. Well, we uh, learned that in like eighth grade. We'd never really made it to the U.S. before this because it didn't really come over from Britain with the Puritans. Oh, uh, you know that that does track. And also, um, some people think that the reason people in Europe got the idea to smoke it instead of just throwing it on the fire, burning it like incense, is because uh, when Christopher Columbus came over, may he rot in hell. He saw the natives uh, smoking tobacco, which, if I'm not mistaken, tobacco, it wasn't native to Europe, right? Like, No, I think that was a... It's a New World crop. Sure. Uh, so he saw not gonna the Google natives... It. <laughs> he saw... I'm pretty sure that's right. We're not so a history the... podcast. I don't know if you guys have noticed... He noticed the natives smoking tobacco weed and, like, other plants. So he brought that concept and tobacco, I believe, back over to Europe. Yes. But mostly what they got from it is, oh, we have this weed we enjoy, like, partaking in. Why don't we smoke it? Hold on. I'm, I need to know if tobacco is from the <laughs> New World or not. See if I can ever get back to my Google Docs page. Is tobacco a New World plant? That doesn't help me. Just need a Wikipedia page. Yes, it is. Oh. It is a new world. Um, we got something right. Mostly by so accident. Point, so our poinsettia flowers and maple syrup. Ah. Huh. That's fun. Okay. Anyway, so it finally made it to the United States in the 1900s because right. of Mexican immigrants fleeing uh, the Civil War down there. Right. Civil War? Revolution. Revolution, I think you said. Hey, remember this how This was I a said long time ago. I was going to say, remember how I said a second ago that if it happened a long time ago, they don't teach it in public schools? Didn't learn jack shit about the Mexican Revolution. Nope. I did take advanced placement European history, though. Very impressive. I didn't take any history besides, like, the one required class. The one where they just tell you about the Civil War? Yeah, I think we did Civil War and we got up to, like, the 80s, maybe? I don't remember ever learning about World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. Really? Those are kind of the big ones. Yeah. No, I all I remember from my uh my uh high school history class is the Civil War and immediately after the Civil War. Reconstruction. Yeah, maybe we got to World War One, but like other than Wonder Woman, that's kind of a boring <laughs> World War. Is that the one? No that when did we fight the Germans? That was two. We fought them in both. Oh, okay. Okay. I was just remembering the story I heard on Great British Bake Off about how Stollen, which is a traditional German Christmas bread, became a tradition in England because on Christmas during the war, I'm not sure which war, uh, the German soldiers came to no man's land and like exchanged presents and stuff with the the Britons before they went back to war the next day. Yes, this was the Christmas truce. It was World War One. Thank you. <laughs> we did learn about World War One. I. I remember learning about that in high school. <laughs> I just I enjoyed listening to you talk about it though. That was very charming. Uh like I said, learned it from an episode of Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Actually, Great British Bake Off Masterclass. Where Paul and Mary teach you how to make the things. Mm. The Christmas special from a couple years ago. Anyways. <laughs> World War II has nothing to do with any of this. You're so off track. Mexican Revolution. It came to the uh, United States. Now what? Is Cinco de Mayo related to the... <laughs> I don't know. Are you purposely trying to get off track because you think we're running short? No. <laughs> I was trying to find my spot and I was stalling. <laughs> Ah, here we go. This is where I'm going to start getting into some racist bullshit. Well, isn't that the story of the 20th century and the 21st century? 
And all the other centuries. Definitely. So uh, most of the pre-1900s press references to cannabis, uh, <laughs> just imagine, like, weed having a spokesperson that puts out press releases. Um, no, this is what, like, newspapers and stuff said. It was related either to its medical use or its role as, like, a textile, because hemp. But then in the early 1900s, uh, you start to see accounts in major newspapers like this Los Angeles Times story from 1905, which was titled Delirium or Death, Terrible Effects Produced by Certain Plants and Weeds Grown in Mexico. (laughs) Ah, yes, it's the Mexicans' fault. Quote from this uh, LA Times article, respected newspaper still in print, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Not long ago, a man who had smoked... (laughs) Verbatim. This is verbatim. Not long ago, a man who had smoked a marijuana cigarette attacked and killed a policeman and badly wounded three others. Six policemen were needed to disarm him and march him to the police station where he had to be put in a straitjacket. Such occurrences are frequent. People who smoke marijuana finally lose their mind and never recover it, but their brains dry up and they die, most times suddenly. Unquote. Yeah, this sounds like everything I learned in D.A.R.E. in the 1990s. I went to private school, so we didn't have D.A.R.E. people come by, and I feel like I missed a lot. Oh, man, you definitely missed out. Also explains Uh, why I'm a perfect angel and you're a pothead. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I do remember in middle school, we read this book about a girl who did meth. It's called, like, Go Ask Alice or something. It was a huge bummer. Yeah. My mom gave me that book to read. Definitely she just put did me a lot drugs. of meth. I, yeah, she did a lot of meth, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it was meth. It was maybe speed or heroin. I know that at one point in the book, she was, like, feeling stuff under her skin, which is a methy trait. Yeah, but, true. Um, Oregon is also one of the states hit hardest by the meth epidemic, but, you know. Yeah. They couldn't set Breaking Bad in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, the book was a bummer. <laughs> As most things about drugs in high school were. <laughs> I never got offered drugs in high school, and I don't know why they trained me to think that I would. Neither did I. I didn't get offered drugs until college. Yeah, I was like a senior in college before, maybe because I just was a huge square. Yeah, well, there's that. I'm still a huge square, but... That's not your fault. (laughs) I have a friend who has never, ever been offered drugs, and she's actually offended by it because she knows she has friends who do do drugs, and they've just never offered her any. Does she have narc face? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I uh, couldn't figure out how to purchase marijuana until it was made legal in the state and you could literally <laughs> go to a store to buy it. The only way I ever acquired it was like if someone gave it to me, but I didn't have a guy. No, and that was the same. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I had a meth guy. Or, uh, pfft, I had a <laughs> you had a meth guy. Wow. Did not have a meth guy. I am a friend in college who did have a pot guy and on occasion would offer it. I I wouldn't even know today how to go about getting weed. Uh, you'd have to go to a different state. Or, like, buy it illegally. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, and I have no idea how that would even work. Yeah, I <laughs> went very quickly from not knowing how to purchase. <laughs> purchase to purchasing a lot. Purchase it. Uh, to having two full cups of can of butter in my fridge right now <laughs> that I made myself. I am really proud of you. Hi, I, did, I made it in the crock pot. <laughs> mm. I'm going to make pudding later. <laughs> to put two cups in perspective, a uh, suggested serving size for how strong it is is a teaspoon. Ooh, so that'll last ya. Or it yeah, won't. I hope. I hope. The problem with edibles is that Then you're a high person with, like, cookies. (laughs) That's really the biggest danger of doing weed. (laughs) Doing weed. (laughs) Doing weed. Spoken like a true pothead. (laughs) I did much weeds today. I smoked three marijuana cigarettes. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, this guy in the Los Angeles Times story that I read had only uh, smoked one. (laughs) And uh, this will come up later, but it's important to note that in a lot of early references to it in newspapers, it's spelled um, M-A-R-I-H-U-A-N-A. Ah, 
the white people way. Well, actually, marijuana with a J is like the whitest people way. <laughs> uh, so many early prejudices against marijuana were thinly veiled racist fears of its smokers as ah. it came from Mexico. Yeah, uh, that tracks. And it was often spread by, by newspapers. Um, Mexicans were frequently blamed for smoking marijuana, property crimes, seducing children, and engaging in murderous sprees. <laughs> the upward traje tra trajectory of those statements is amazing. Oh, yeah. You either smoked some pot or you went on a murder <laughs> spree. <laughs> I mean, it's a very clear line. I mean, I can't speak for everything ever because, you know... I don't know, but the most harmful thing I have seen a stoned person do is, actually, this is pretty bad now that I think about it. Uh, one of the guys I went to high school with worked at the subway, and uh, from what I can tell, he was very high at work and put mushrooms on a sub <gasps> that went to a customer. Oh, no, that's not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Uh, mushrooms aren't legal here. Also, like... <laughs> Never have been. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you do mushrooms, you only do, like, a little bit, right? Like, you can't just I eat, mean, like, five mushrooms and... Oh, God, no. Um, it, it depends on who you are. Like, Travis can easily handle two times as much as me. It also depends on, like, the quality and how fresh they were. Nah. So either that guy, like, felt like his arms were noodles or he was <laughs> seeing, like, funny caterpillars in the... In the ceiling. Oh my god, that's really not cool. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, it's not murder. That's the most harmful thing I've ever seen a pothead do. Yeah. Um, in the grand scheme scheme of things, I would say uh, cocaine and meth have a much worse reputation. Yeah, you don't really hear a lot of. Oh, I mean, there are some heroin-based crimes. I don't know. I mostly hear bath salts nowadays. The entire plot of Rent is a heroin-based crime. Train spotting. Uh, I did props for a uh, short film, and they needed several, quote, bricks, unquote, of heroin. But me being me, I didn't know what heroin looked like. So I watched, uh, I watched Train Spotting. I mean, the documentary Train Spotting? Yes. Uh, and so I made. Oh my God, like... what? You gotta be quiet. We're recording. <laughs> um, so I made a bunch of, like, brown bricks of heroin and then i showed them and they came back with no this is chinese stuff it's super pure i'm like i don't know what that fucking looks like do i look like someone who knows what heroin looks like i am chubby and alert <laughs> anyway so we ended up using a bunch of flour tightly wrapped into saran wrap bricks yeah that sounds right well then i had to make black tar heroin for a different film and you just have to do some homemade salt dough and paint that shit black. I've made a lot of drugs for films. <laughs> prop drugs, you should clarify. Prop drugs. I've made a lot of prop <laughs> drugs for films. Ba -ba -ba, ba -da -ba -ba. Yes. Um, so to follow that Los Angeles Times story and, you know, blaming Mexicans for everything, here's a New York Times headline from 1925. Quote, Mexican, crazed by marijuana, runs amok with butcher knife. Unquote. I, I find it so hard to believe that these are things that actually happen. Well, maybe they, some guy, like, ran around with a knife. I doubt he was on marijuana. It sounds like someone who was brown did something that was probably justified or explainable, <laughs> but, like, a white lady with too much time saw them do it, didn't understand the context, and here we are. Yeah. Uh, in addition to all of this, the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937 legitima legitimized the, the use of the term marijuana with a J mm. um, as a label for hemp and cannabis plants and products in the U.S. So yeah, some old white guy did, like, not coin the term, but normalize the term yeah. marijuana. Uh, prior to 1937, marijuana was slang and not included in official dictionaries. The word marijuana is probably of Mexican origin, although I want to point out Mexico itself had, like, prohibited export in, like, the 1920s. Like, Mexico wasn't down with it either. It's just really easy to grow there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where the word cannabis, not cannabis, marijuana probably marijuana? came from. Marijuana? Yeah. Marijuana. I can't even say it correctly. I'm too white. 
We're going to need to cut that entire part because I missed an entire paragraph. (laughs) No, we're going to leave it in and you're just going to do it again. (laughs) Anyway, American laws never recognized the difference between cannabis sativa L and cannabis sativa. So the plant was outlawed entirely in 1915. And by 1931, it was illegal in 29 states. In 1930, Harry Aslinger became the first commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and undertook multiple efforts to make marijuana legal in all states. Hmm. He sounds in like 1930- a cool guy. Hello, cat. No, get at least do something cute like meow into the microphone. This is an audio medium. Nothing. Ah. Here. Can you purr into the microphone? That's okay. quality audio content. She's okay. back on the floor. Uh, so in 1930, Harry Aslinger became the first commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and took on multiple efforts to make it illegal in all the states, not just 29. In 1937, the Marijuana Tax Act criminalized the possession of the plant throughout the country, so it made it a federal crime. Ooh. Until this law was passed, in states where it was still legal, cannabis products were legal to sell in pharmacies and drugstores so long as they were properly labeled and regulated yeah seems reasonable doesn't it though (laughs) and then okay and then an old white man came along and ruined everything this is yeah in night nope in addition the marijuana tax act of 1937 legitimized the use of the term marijuana as a label for hemp and cannabis plants and products in the u.s and around the world Prior to 1937, marijuana was slang and not included in any official dictionaries. The word marijuana is probably of Mexican origin, though Mexico itself had prohibited, uh, f- had passed prohibition for export to the U.S. in 1925. In the years leading up to the Tax Act, it was common use in the United States. Uh, it was in common use in the United States. Uh, I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> in the note. Ah, uh, you, uh, the... You got there. Whatever. After the tax act was enacted, <laughs> it became, uh, I mean, illegal in a Hmm. After the enactment of the tax act, illegal immigrants and U.S. citizens could be arrested for possession of cannabis. Uh, this is going to get sad for a second, and I wish it hadn't taken me so long to get here because I don't know if my brain is going to work good enough to get through this. Oh, boy. Here we go. The first person to be arrested under the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937 was exactly the kind of person that Henry Harry Aslinger was going after. Um, it was a young Mexican-American named Moses Baca who had a quarter ounce of cannabis tucked into his drawer um, at his room in a house in Denver's Five Points neighborhood. The first person... To be arrested for cannabis possession was in Denver. I was about to note the irony of that. The Mile High City. Uh, Judge John Foster Symes sentenced Baca and made his disgust for cannabis well known with the following quote. The listeners can't see it, but I'm already rolling my eyes. I consider marijuana the worst of all narcotics, far worse than the use of morphine or cocaine. Under its influence, men become beasts. Marijuana destroys life itself. I have no sympathy with those who sell this weed. <sighs> yeah, that... Yeah. Sounds like the dare class I had in the 1990s. During the administration of President Richard Nixon... Ugh, this bitch. This bitch indeed. See the Watergate one? Yes, Emily. He's okay. the Watergate one. It's just wow. trying to remember my. You really did. I was trying to remember my Forrest Gump timeline. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was Nixon or Reagan, but Reagan was just the shitty economics guy. Yeah, Reagan was trickle down and racism. Mm, oh, yes. and homophobia. Well, obviously, for some reason, my pop screen is just vibrating. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Uh, this is probably going to be like half an hour long. <laughs> all the shit I have to cut. <laughs> you can keep in all the stuff with my cat meow. Oh shit, no, we have to talk about that the the thing at the end of the episode. We have a so. special thing to talk about at the end of the episode. Uh, so, so during Nixon's administration, the United States turned to increasing, 
increasingly harsh measures against cannabis use and uh, stepped away from proposals to decriminalize or legalize it. The administration began the War on Drugs in 1971 with Nixon naming drug abuse as, quote, public enemy number one in the United States, unquote. Uh, What he actually meant was that non-whites were his public enemy, and the war on drugs resulted in policies that disproportionately punish minorities for drug use and possession. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not even going to say disproportionately. I'm going to say almost exclusively. Mm -hmm. Asshole. Nixon, not you. No, I figured as much. I was about to Uh, chime in with an an affirmative response. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Nixon was a butt. He was a butt. Today, the federal government still classifies marijuana as a Schedule I controlled substance, along with heroin and LSD, indicating that it has a high potential for abuse and addiction and no accepted medical uses and no safe level of use. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's also that whole gateway drug bullshit. Yeah. But, you know, I liquor's fine. Have... Yeah. Uh, I've also never done cocaine or heroin i guess it was a gateway drug to mushrooms but you know uh yeah so that's complete bullshit yeah um in the last several years many states have legalized uh marijuana including here's the list (laughs) this is the important list you were told to keep an eye out for yeah yeah yeah. Uh, if you hear your city (laughs) we should just do a tour to these states (laughs) Uh, Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado, Nevada, Vermont, Michigan, Washington, D.C., Massachusetts, Maine, and Alaska. Huh. Yeah, those are about all the states I'd expect. There isn't, like, one in there that surprised me. Washington, D.C. was surprising. Yeah, they're pretty liberal. Like, as a city. Yeah, um, also, Michigan was surprising. Hmm. There's not a lot else to do in Michigan, though heroin <laughs> i thought that michigan was like an infamously red state but i might know be they've thinking of been one. that's ohio yeah michigan has been generally pretty blue but i mean changes also in my notes i don't have nevada i have nevanda 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 the 51st state nevanda <laughs> Uh, there are also several states that have legalized medical marijuana but it's still illegal federally which i found out Uh, Makes it very difficult for uh, dispensaries in states where it is legal to find a bank that will take their money. Ah, yeah. I can see how that would be a problem. Um, Which I think it's still the case that most dispensaries are a a cash-only basis Mm. because uh, banks and stuff don't want to process transactions for what is a federal, like a federally illegal substance. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it used to be that banks wouldn't even take the money full stop, so they'd have to keep it, like, on-premises, just shitloads of cash. That's safe. That doesn't attract crime. Yeah, um, it's almost like we shouldn't have to deal with that. You'd think. So that's a basic history of weed and how it came to be in America and then how it came to be illegal in America. And I think that uh, other countries, Britain... It's illegal in Britain, but I think it, they may have, their laws came after our laws. Yeah. It's decriminalized in Canada, right? And no, it's, it's fully, it fully legal, legal in Canada. Or that's right. Um, anyways, do you have any questions? No. You covered everything I ever wanted to know. That's good. <laughs> trying to think of anything not history related that might be interesting. Talked about the two different types of plant and what they do difference between thc and cbd no you didn't actually touch on that i've seen a lot of cbd stuff can you explain what cbd yes. is uh cbd is the part that kind of it, it works on a more physical level so helps with pain um it's yeah it's mostly that like it's more what you feel thc is what makes you stupid right which <laughs> Like, I, I told you, I don't know if I said this, the, the giant-ass gummy that I ate oh, was... Oh, uh, it was a one-to-one, right? It was half and half, yeah. And I'll be damned if I don't feel floppy and also dumb, so <laughs> good work. That was a smart choice. Wasn't it? 
Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if people are going to hate this episode as much as other ones, but... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the weed fans are probably uh, a way more chill than the Missing 411 fans. <laughs> Missing 411 don't fans like have us. no chill. <laughs> uh, can we do a quick update on that? Do you still have the list of things to help keep you safe oh, shit. in national parks? Okay, so... As a follow-up to our Missing 411 episode, um, I don't know why I did this to myself. I did go on the Missing 411 subreddit today, and oh boy. Didn't you avoid that subreddit even when we were researching the episode? Correct. Um, and that was the right it... decision. Uh, they need Jesus over they there. They do. Um, I, I like deleted it, so I have to go back into my trash, but I sent you a screenshot of it. Okay. So when I went to the Missing 411 subreddit, uh, one of the top threads was um, people wondering how they could attract whatever was causing the Missing 411 disappearances so they could well, kill and one it. Of them was one of them was talking about how they were going to, like, a national park and they wanted to avoid disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. So here's how it went. The first post was, I'm going to be on the Appalachian Trail. How do I avoid getting taken? And, like, one of the... Pieces of advice was literally don't go near boulder fields. Don't wear red. Don't wear red. Don't go to boulder fields. Anyway, there was a follow-up thread to this where they were asking the opposite question. How do we attract whatever this is so we can take care of it? We can kill it. Uh, The top comment, you can't kill it, but this is how you increase your odds of being taken. Go bow hunting. Don't carry another weapon. Go alone. Wear red. Go somewhere remote near Boulder and or rock fields. Near a body of water. Pick berries. Parentheses. Type unknown. Don't bring a GPS device. Turn your phone off. Uh, investigate peculiarities. Carry a camera and take photos of nature. So if you do want to find the missing 411 monster, that's just a really comprehensive list of all the ways you can... Is it a monster? I thought it was like a concept, like the thing and it follows. <laughs> See, that's the thing, because Politis never says, you know, he's just stating facts. Sorry, we really... I cannot imagine... I can't imagine where, uh, what was it, take a camera and take pictures of nature or picking berries. I will say, I did go out, like, this was probably back in October. This might have been a while ago. I, like, just took a day, and I went up, like, to Taylor's Falls, which is just a nice little city on the uh, the St. Croix River and I just walked some of the nature trails and I took a lot of pictures of nature and I turned out fine. (laughs) That was a better punchline. I should have done that. (laughs) In conclusion, Bigfoot isn't real and if you believe in missing 411, you're a dummy. And you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. None of we them are anymore. They all give us one star rating. Shouldn't be reviewing this podcast. Speaking of reviews. Oh, yeah. Reviews. I'll take care of that. Oh, I got to find my rules that I wrote up. <laughs> Cut all this I'm out. I'm glad someone was responsible for this episode. <laughs> um, so we're going to have a giveaway. A really cool, special, uh, exciting giveaway for our wonderful listeners who we love so much. I'm just filling airtime until Google Drive loads. It's going very slowly tonight. It's going to be a very, very good giveaway. The best giveaway <laughs> that's ever been given away. You are going to lose your goddamn mind huge. when you hear <laughs> what we're giving away. Holy shit. Oh, my and God. it's so easy to enter. <laughs> it's so easy. We've made it so easy. You probably are already entered right now. Yeah. Congratulations. You entered our giveaway. <laughs> no we shouldn't say that you actually have to do a few things they're very easy things though okay here are our giveaway rules uh there are two ways to enter one you can leave an itunes review uh using your twitter or instagram handle in the name field uh and just write us a nice review that would be nice. You can even say, like Shane said on our last oh, episode, yeah. you can say the worst thing humanly possible. Just leave a five-star review. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You'd still be entered in our giveaway, technically, as long as it's a five-star <laughs> review. Yeah. We are in no way shamelessly, shamelessly asking for reviews. 
But just make sure you put at before your Instagram or oh, Twitter name. Yeah, just so like we so just we know- want to know how to get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can also tweet at us using hashtag GetAfterNoonified uh, with your favorite fact from an episode. Or even just list what your favorite episode is. Or your favorite moment, because I know there isn't a lot of fact-based. <laughs> or you can tweet and use the hashtag and tell us who your favorite host is. And it's me. <laughs> it's going to be Shane. <laughs> Damn it, you're right. Yeah, it's Shane. It's okay. If you, you can say Shane. Yeah. We'll, we'll still enter you in our giveaway. He's here enough. I think by <laughs> network television rules, he could be nominated uh, for an Emmy yeah. for Best Supporting Actor. Best Guest Spot. In a, in a, yeah, well, because I think it's, you have to be in two episodes to be a guest actor, but. You know this better than me. Sure. I'll believe you. I don't know what the Golden Globes rules are. <laughs> I think I said the Emmys first. <laughs> I also don't know what the Emmys rules are. Uh, uh, deadline. There's a deadline. It's May 15th, uh, which is a Wednesday, and it should be four weeks from when this airs. So that should give you. Was this coming out on the 17th? Because it's yeah. our 423 days early episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got through this whole episode and didn't mention that we're doing it specifically for 420. Um, I feel like to end this episode... I should probably... You can't end the episode find... yet. I'm not done talking about the giveaway. Oh, keep doing that. I'm going to look up a fun fact that I meant okay. to share in this episode when it was on topic. All right. Uh, back to your rules. I'm going to actually state them calmly now. Uh, deadline is May 15th. One winner from each category will be chosen at random, and you can receive either a mug or a tote with the afternoonified merch design of your choice. You can do whatever you want. Uh, so the only other thing is you have to be sure you are following us on either Twitter or Instagram, only so we can actually, like, DM you and get your details and actually send you things. So, yeah, go yeah. enter the giveaway. I'm sure you'll see reminders on the Twitters. The tweeters? The... <laughs> I, almost said... I almost said twatters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that's the giveaway. Emily... Tell us your fun um, fact. So my fun fact is gonna be <clears throat> gonna be the first two paragraphs of this Wikipedia article. <laughs> um, and it is the Wikipedia article for <laughs> four twenty. In 1971, five high school students: Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Knoll. Larry Schwartz and Mark Gravich in San Rafael, California, uh, calling themselves the Waldos because their chosen hangout spot was a wall outside the school, used the term in connection with a 1971 plans to search for an abandoned cannabis crop that they had learned about based on a treasure map made by the grower. It's like the Goonies, except... I was going to say Stand By Me. <laughs> Actually, Goonies might be more accurate. Oh, treasure map. <laughs> uh, the Waldos designated the Louis Pasteur statue on the grounds of San Rafael High School as their meeting place and 4.20 p.m. as their meeting time. Mm. The Waldos referred to this plan with the phrase 4.20 Louis. After several failed attempts to find the crop, the group eventually shortened their phrase to simply 4.20, which ultimately evolved into a code word that teens used to mean consuming cannabis. <laughs> I think I've actually heard this story before, and I couldn't tell you where, but it sounds very familiar. So I'm going to assume you and Wikipedia are correct. Mike Edison, I don't know who that is, says that Steve Hager of High Times was responsible for taking the story about the Waldos to, quote, mind-boggling cult-like extremes, unquote, and, quote, suppressing all other stories about the origin of the term. Uh, Hager wrote Stoner Smart or Stoner Stupid, in which he attributed the early spread of the phrase to Grateful Dead followers after Reddix became a roadie for Dead's bassist Phil Lesh. Uh, Reddix being one of the boys from the earlier story. Oh, yeah. And called for 4.20 p.m. to be the socially accepted hour of the day to consume cannabis, <laughs> which is something only a true stoner who doesn't have a day job can do because <laughs> 4.20... Most people are still at fucking work. I was gonna say, I am still at work at that time. <sighs> anyway, so that's the origin of 420, and then obviously April 20th is 420. It is. Um, a lot of, not a lot, uh, 
some marijuana users, as Wikipedia says, um, protest in civil disobedience by gathering in public to light up at 420 on 420. Uh, Yep, I have seen this. Seen it? Well, no. Seen, like, stories about it. Yeah. Because I don't live in Um, a state where it's legal. uh, Well, yeah. So, I mean, that's just the beginning of 420. Cool story. Now you know. I do know. Right? Da 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 da. <laughs> so, um, oh wow, we went to an hour. <laughs> Most we of it's not it. usable. Most of it's not usable. No, there's at least 10 minutes of my cat jumping on my table. Now she's sitting in my couch spot. So, if you liked this episode or you want to enter the contest by leaving a five star review with your Twitter handle as the uh, username, you can rate, uh, review, Follow, uh, not follow us, uh, subscribe on iTunes. Um, we are on Twitter at Afternoonified. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash getafternoonified. Did I say Instagram? Nope, you haven't said Instagram yet. Instagram at Afternoonified. I was just about to tell you how impressed I was that you were just right, rambling these off. Uh, getafternoonified.com is our website. Oh, um, um, email us. We are at contact at getafternoonified.com. Um, yes, if you have suggestions for things or nice things to say. Yeah, we'll take episode recommend. We'll take episode recommendations. I said a word. Um, I didn't even have any pod in this episode, and I still can't talk like a person. Ninety nine percent of the time, if you suggest something for an episode, we will do that. Yeah, we love ideas, and we might like read your episode or read your email on an episode if. It's cool I, enough, and we like you. I love reading listener mail. I love listener mail. We'd love to get some. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all the places you can find us. Uh, don't forget to listen to Monster Pod. Oh, yeah, do that. We got our first episode. Let's say by, by we'll the time two this comes episodes out, we'll have two episodes yeah. out. Um, you can listen to Sarah, uh, the penis gallery, and resident Canadian Sadie take ten minutes to open a door and sustain... <laughs> Minor injuries. Yeah, that's that's just going to be the whole podcast. Prepare yourself. Um, you literally say in the episode, I can't believe it's taking us 10 minutes to open a door. <laughs> Anyways, uh, until next time, which I don't know what we're doing in the night. Oh, no. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him. I just couldn't remember if I knew what what we were doing next. I'm really proud of you, Emily. You You've done so good. I'm proud of me, too. Goodbye. Goodbye, we love you.